Hey everyone, welcome back to the first episode of the Live Well podcast for 2021. This episode is honestly so good. It's basically just me going off the cuff and you also see me trying to manage puppy life while trying to get things done and record a podcast. So Akasha was a little less than well behaved, but that's okay. We ran with it and just really it's authentic. It's from the heart. It's all the things you need to do to make 2021 your best year. But before we jump in, I did want to mention that Well Nourished is now open for enrollment for the January session. So it's the first one of 2021, and it is an intensive program where we really learn how to live a healthy life in a delicious and satisfying way. So it's not controlling your life. It's not controlling your relationships because when you learn to give your body the proper nourishment it needs, it naturally finds balance. You don't need to overthink or count or live in fear. You can love your body, feel amazing in it, feel amazing in your life, you know, be happy and healthy. So let's make 2021 about nourishing ourselves, body, mind, and soul. Let's drop the calorie counting, drop the negative self-talk, self-criticism, and trying to heal a body we hate. And instead, like, let's welcome in eating nourishing foods, self-love, impeccable gut health, no more PMS, feeling amazing in our skin, all of this stuff. And it's possible. You can do this. Just join Well Nourished. There's already so many amazing women who are in it. And like once you get this program, you get access for life. You get lifetime access so that as the course grows, new content is added. You get it at no extra cost. You're in the Facebook group with already like there's over 40 women already in that group. Amazing women who are going to support you and do it along with you. You're going to make amazing friends in it too because it's so nice when other people are doing it with you as well because you feel you're not doing it on your own. You get to do the deep inner healing work. We do healing work in like the live calls. Um, it's eight weeks. It's going to honestly just be just be so amazing. And you end up being, I don't like saying a new person because I really don't like the whole new year, new me. I did a post on this. It's more about coming back to yourself. It's about feeling like yourself so that you walk away with everything you need in order to feel amazing in your body so that you are empowered with this knowledge and there's no diet ever again. This is like a sustainable lifestyle that allows you to have fun, allows you to have that dream health, have that dream body and really enjoy the rest of your life. So, I mean, I know it's scary to take the first step, but let me say this. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. If you keep doing the same thing, the same, you know, trying to diet, trying to make yourself smaller, trying to lose weight, trying to fix your gut health, and it hasn't worked so far, and it hasn't worked with like maybe the things you've gotten so far or the programs or the people you've worked with, like you need to make a big step to get big transformation. And that's what Well Nourished is for. So if you don't take the first step towards that health in two months, you're going to be exactly where you are now. Or you could be everything you want, all that health and body you crave, that could be you in two months. So it's the perfect time to start doing this work. A lot of us are in lockdown now, so we have a lot more time to be spending to learn how to do all this. So you deserve a chance to feel like you have always envisioned. Um, And yeah, I'm really excited. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome to the Live Well podcast. This podcast is designed to help you live well, body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Liv, a natural health and wellness expert, and each week you will walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. A new episode starts now. 
Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast and the first one of 2021. I am so excited to be doing podcasts again and to bring you more episodes this year. We had so many good juicy ones. So if you're not caught up on all of them from last year, definitely go binge them all. Have them on the background when you're cleaning or cooking or doing whatever you are doing because there's so many good juicy ones. But This episode, I really wanted to talk about how to make 2021 your best year yet. But first, I'm going to give you kind of like an update on what's been going on in my kind of like start to the year, and then we will dive into all of that. So if you are not following me on Instagram, I think maybe I mentioned this. I Yeah, I probably mentioned this in the previous episode, but I got a new puppy. And guys, we are we are quite sleep deprived. So I think it's been three and a half weeks now, about four or five hours of sleep per night, which honestly is exhausting. I'm quite exhausted. Having a puppy is no joke. Having a puppy alone is no joke. Um, I feel like when you're, if you're doing it with a family or with a partner, you're splitting the load. Even if it's not 50-50, if even like 30 to 40% of the, the load of a puppy was taken away from me, I would be a much more functioning human. But yeah, the, the sleep depra- deprivation is, you know, wearing on. So if I'm a little all over the place in this episode, that will be why. Um, but I am really excited for the year. Like I do. I love her. I'm glad I got her. Um, and she is the cutest thing. She's just a lot. So anyone who's had a puppy, you'll know what I mean. And I totally understand. Oh my God. I really think she's getting into something right now. Oh shoot. Okay guys. I literally have to be right back because she's getting into the closet. Okay guys. So she's back on my lap. She is quite the handful, but Yeah, honestly, that's been like the major thing going on in my life is adjusting to new mom for mama life. She gave me a scare yesterday. She had her vaccines for her three months. And when I brought her home, she started being sick and throwing up. And of course, that's like scary as a fur mom. I didn't want her to get sick. And I've just seen so, oh, and as I'm talking, she's having an accident. Honestly, this is just like a true thing of like what has been going on in my life now because this is... This is new life. And of course, we didn't do it where we were supposed to do it. We did it on our bed. Okay, well, that is that. <laughs> we're going to have to deal with that after. Um, but yeah, puppy life is like a lot. It's like it's like having a toddler. It's like having a kid. It's like a newborn. So the newborn doesn't sleep, but also a toddler in the sense where she gets fussy. She wants to get into things she doesn't or is not supposed to get into. And so it's like both in one. Anyways, that is puppy life. We're going to move on from puppy life because I feel like I'm just rambling about puppy life now. But I had like a, I wouldn't say I had a relaxing holidays because I was sleep deprived and I feel like I didn't get to rest because I was, I'm barely treading water, keeping up with everything. So I'd like to say that I relaxed this holidays and I took some time off, but I think it was New Year's Day. I was, I didn't do any work, but I still felt like so exhausted. Like I need more than one day. So I'm really looking forward to when this phase kind of, grows out um and she becomes just a little bit more settled and starts sleeping more throughout the night but I did set some goals for 2021 so I did that uh on New Year's Eve I did a card spread which was really fun um and I also made a vision board so I let's kick it off by just talking about the vision board I love making vision boards for the new year what I like to do um is I really like I, I find magazines and like when you make like cutting them out they just they're never exactly what you want them to be, right? It's never like the actual vision. So what I like to do is I like to go on Pinterest and find exact images of what I want 
Um, find exact things and make digital versions of the vision board. So I make one for my desktop um, and then I rearrange the same images and make it into a iPhone like wallpaper for my phone. And what happens is we're always looking at our phones, right? We're looking at our phones, we're looking at our computers. So these are images you are going to see like all the time, like 50 times a day, probably more than that, you are going to be like stimulated and be getting all of these like images to your mind in terms of your vision board and manifesting. Oh, sweetheart, why are we crying? Guys, this is really like the most legit explanation of what my life is right now. So I'm gonna walk around the house and record this as we're dealing with puppies. So when you make a digital version, you're able to see it so many more times per day and that actually leads to kind of like more, more manifesting, right? Because you're able to bring that stuff more into your vision. So I would highly recommend if you haven't yet making a digital vision board for yourself for 2021 for personal goals, career goals, um, even places you want to travel to things or experiences that you want. Um, and I will say it definitely works. I had to take off a, a lot of things off of my 2020 vision board that actually came true. So business wise, um, I also had a golden puppy that was on my vision board. And of course I have a caution now, so, um, she's already here. And there were a few other like personal things that were on my vision board that really came into fruition. I really think it's because I saw that vision every single day on my phone and on my um, wallpaper. Let's dive into more ways that you guys can make 2021 your best year. So first off, self-love. Guys, this is huge. Every woman that comes to me, whether you're in well-nourished, you're a client, honestly, and I would say 98% of my Akashic readings, women are not loving themselves enough. We're doing negative self-talk. We are doing self-criticism. We're not talking great to ourselves. And honestly, a lot of the time, the way that we talk to ourselves, if we talk to our best friend that way, like they would no longer be our best friend. So if I were to ask you about all the things you love, how long would it take you to love yourself? Right? You'd name your friends, your partner, maybe your job, but oftentimes we don't name ourselves, which is crazy. And if we do not have a good relationship with ourselves, we honestly cannot have a good relationship with anything else. If we think about, you know, we can't heal a body we hate. If we are trying to heal, whether it is healing from weight, you know, PMS, gut health issues, bloating, all of that stuff, you need to love yourself. Like, it also comes into the fact of attracting good relationships, attracting good things into your life. You, if you want to have a good life and a good year, you need to start loving yourself more. And I just see women are not loving themselves more. That's also why we do so much like self-love work in one-on-one -on -one and well-nourished is because oftentimes when it comes to eating healthy or weight loss or PMS or healing our bodies, you can't heal a body you hate. You can't talk negatively to your body and, you know, think that it's going to change and heal because you're talking bad to it. If we think about the water experiment, and I encourage you to Google this so you can see the images I'm talking about. And I mentioned this in the self-love podcast, which I, if you haven't listened to, go back and listen to the self-love podcast. But they took two glasses of water and they spoke positively to one and negatively to the other. You know, the positive one saying, you know, you're beautiful, I love you, etc. And the other one they spoke negatively to. So they told it how disgusting it was, how ugly it was. And then they looked at it under a microscope. And the one that they spoke positively to was a beautiful crystalline structure. It was all organized. And the one that they spoke negatively to was all chaotic. It was like not perfectly structured um, and everything like that. So go look at those images on Google and you'll see what I mean. But that is the power of self-love. 
And another thing that's really important is self-love shows up as physical symptoms. So there are physical symptoms that are tied to your ability to self-love. This includes acne, weight, addictions, adrenal issues, amenorrhea or like PMS cycle issues, anorexia, asthma, cancer, dysmenorrhea, endometriosis, astigmatism, so that's like with your eyes, headaches, mono, psoriasis, eczema, vaginitis, all of this is tied to self-love. So when we don't love ourselves, it actually ends up manifesting as physical symptoms. So some things you can start doing to you know self-love right now. When's the last time you said, I love you to yourself? You probably say it to other people, you say it to your kids, but do you, do you say it to yourself? You know, are you taking time out to show yourself grace? Are you taking yourself, basically, are you dating yourself? Are you engaging in self-pleasure? Are you being present? Are you forgiving yourself? Are you showing gratitude? There are so many ways to show self-love, but we also, it's important to get to the root cause of why you don't love yourself and really working on those because all these practices are great for maintaining self-love, but if you don't get to the root cause of where the self-love lack is coming from, um, any conditioning or anything like that, you're never gonna like really feel that you are enough and like you're never gonna truly love yourself. And that's the thing, right? All the goals you have, whether it's like, you know, health goals, body goals, career goals, anything like that, it's never gonna be enough if you don't love yourself. You're always gonna be searching for more. And that's just gonna be a never ending cycle. So that was number one is loving yourself. Number two is nourishing your body. Guys, let's stop the calorie counting. Let's stop the under eating, the 1200, 1300, 1400 calories, along with the self-talk and all that. You need to eat nourishing food that fuels your body. If you are counting calories, delete the app. You know, let's start focusing on the nutrients that are in food. Let's start focusing on eating so that we're satiated and we're full. And if you don't know how to do this, get into Well Nourish. I opened it two days ago. Um, it'll be open for January enrollment until the 20th of this month. So depending on when you're listening to it, if it's after this time, just DM me, we'll get you on the wait list um, for the next round. But you need to start knowing how to nourish your body, how to give it what it needs. Yes, both like healthy food wise and like nourishing with good food, but also nourishing yourself with love, nourishing your emotions, nourishing your mind, right? Because nourishing yourself goes way more than just food. And that's why in Well Nourished, we do just more than food is so that you can learn all of that. So we need to stop from the restriction mindset and like the least amount of calories we can eat, the better, you know, trying to make ourselves smaller, trying to make ourselves less and doing it from a place of hate, right? We wanna always doing it things from a place of love, nourishing from a place of love, getting healthy from a place of love because your results are gonna be that much more deeper. They're also a lot more deeper when you find out like the, the root causes and do the deep emotional work in order to heal them. So that is where Well Nourish comes in. So if you're having trouble, you know, with bloating, gut health, PMS, um, not loving your body, being like discouraged and overwhelmed because like nothing's worked before, get into well nourished so we can do the deep work, but I can also teach you how to eat healthy so that you just kind of get the health and the body that you want and it just becomes really easy. So let's stop that. Let's also, you know, fix PMS to make 2021 your best year since I mentioned PMS. We don't want to be living like every like one to two weeks every single month for the rest of 2021 being bloated or tired or crampy or exhausted or mood swings and crying and getting angry and you know all of that you can have like what you get back one to two weeks per year that means you're getting back at least 12 weeks of your life 
you will literally get back 12 weeks of your life if you fix your PMS. And that's only if like you're suffering from symptoms, you know, one time a week. If you're suffering it from twice a week, that's 24 weeks of your year that you're missing out on that you could get back. Think about all the times like you've missed things or haven't been able to do things because of your PMS. You need to start balancing your hormones. PMS is not normal. None of those symptoms are normal. We can fix them. You know, go back, listen to the hormone balancing podcast. And then if you need help balancing your hormones, get into one-on-one so that we can balance them out. You know, start doing things like eliminating plastics, start cleaning up your products, start cutting sugar, start being aware of your alcohol intake because excess alcohol can mess with your hormones. Start doing all these things so that your hormones are in balance. This is also really going to help your skin, right? Because a lot of the time the skin that we put forward, you know, yes, we always want to love ourselves no matter what, but you know, our hormones obviously have an impact on your skin, whether it is um, eczema or psoriasis or acne and all of that. Um, but that's also, you're going to feel a lot more confident if you fix your hormones. So fix your PMS. So, so far things to make 2021 your best year. We have self-love, nourishing your body, you know, cutting out the calorie counting slash restriction, fixing PMS. The next one is setting boundaries. Guys, please make 2021 the year of setting boundaries. I work on this with pretty much every single one of my one-on-one clients. I think partly it's probably the people that I like attract and the clients that I attract, but I think it's also as women, we tend to not set boundaries. We tend to say yes when we want to say no. And setting boundaries is also a form of self-love whether that is boundaries in your personal relationships, boundaries at work, you know, if that's setting like, okay, I'm going to stop work from at 8 PM every single night. And that's my work boundary. And I'm not going to, you know, check emails or go on to work until, you know, eight or 9 AM the next morning. That's an example of a boundary. Um, setting boundaries in terms of when people have access to you, you are not like, you don't owe everyone your energy 24 seven. And this was something that I learned a lot in 2020. Obviously, because I also have clients that, you know, text me all the time, but also taking that time for myself so I'm not depleted all the time and I'm not on demand. Like, yes, I'm on demand for my clients and friends and I'm always there for the people I need to be there for, but you're also allowed to set boundaries for yourself and take, you can even be a few hours for yourself or turn your phone on airplane mode for a bit or even set boundaries like, okay, I've done a lot of, maybe you've hung out with a lot of people this week and you just need a night for yourself. Like you're allowed to like say no to friends and take a night for yourself. That's setting boundaries. You know, setting energetic boundaries for how often, you know, people have access to you as well. If you notice there are, you know, people that are draining your energy. And actually that's my next point is, you know, relationships. But if there are people who are draining your energy, setting boundaries with them about how much energy you're going to allow them to take from you. So that brings me to my next tip, and that is getting rid of toxic relationships slash energy vampires slash people that are draining your energy. Please, please, please get rid of anything that is draining your energy, any kind of toxic relationships that were in 2020, get rid of them for 2021 because they will continue to drain you, especially if you don't have boundaries, but there are also probably relationships that, you know, maybe just dissolved, maybe that are no longer serving either of you. And honestly, that's okay. Like it's beautiful when a relationship kind of comes to an end and it maybe is like no longer working for you and you part ways. And that like is the end of your soul contract. Amazing, beautiful. Get rid of things that are pulling you down. Get rid of things that are draining your energy. Even get rid of things on your social media that are draining your energy or triggering you 
or making you feel less than or you know if you notice that you come home from with someone and you are really drained from them and you just feel like they they bring you down in a negative space because they're always being negative like you are allowed to either a set boundaries or or get rid of that toxic relationship and have a like a legitimate conversation about where you feel that like relationship is and how it's not working for you anymore and i know it can be tough to do but honestly you're going to make 2021 such a better year if you're not having these things that are weighing you down, if you're having these healthy boundaries. And you know, boundaries also comes back to boundaries with family about their opinions about what they're what you're doing or how you're living your life. I work on this with a lot of people. You know, when they want to get healthy and their family's not healthy or their partner's not healthy about, you know, setting appropriate boundaries with them because everyone, you know, is entitled to do what they want to do and you're allowed to also have your boundaries about you know what what you want for your life and if you want you know to start eating healthier and you want to you know start making meals that are going to be nourishing and you want to get healthy you're allowed to want that for yourself um, and setting those boundaries within your family is going to be huge as well so that brings me to my next one and that is stop self stop doubting yourself stop thinking you can't do it guys let me just preface this with if you have a desire, if you have a desire in your heart for something, whether it is a relationship, a job, a health, a body goal, whatever it is, if you have the desire, it is possible for you. If you have the desire, the timeline out there already exists. And that's the thing that really helped me when it comes to like self-doubt is that you've already done it. Like you've already like fixed your health. You've already got rid of bloating. You already got rid of PMS. You already like you know, drop weight if that's what you want to do. You're already that ideal version of you. It already exists there. You just have to align to it. So stop doubting it because you're really not creating anything new. It's already there. You just have to align yourself to it. So that's number one thing to help you in terms of like when you're doubting yourself, just be like, well, this is kind of moot point because I've already done it. Like it's already happened. I just have to align myself to it. Another thing is not surrounding yourself with people who doubt themselves. So this actually goes back to, again, setting boundaries and also toxic relationships. But, you know, I'm gonna actually tell you a personal story. So there was someone in the not too long ago past, like I'm gonna say mm, mm, two, January to December, December, three months ago, about three, three, three and a half months ago, who told me that I was not meant for more, that I was not meant for more abundance, that I wasn't meant to have like, a nice, you know, big apartment that I wasn't meant to get a dog, etc. And I just like, luckily I was very strong in my worth at this point that I basically just laughed and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like Jesus Christ. But like, if I didn't have like good self-worthiness and everything like that, it probably would have destroyed me. But it's because of what they, those people believe that they are worthy of. And it's because of them, their doubt in themselves. And so if you are surrounded by people like, for example, this person who didn't believe that they were meant for more, who didn't believe that they could have, you know, a nicer place, a bigger place, they could have the things they want, they could, you know, expand their business, etc. They didn't believe it was possible for them, so they didn't believe it was possible for you. But if you're surrounding yourself with people who don't believe it, you know, that it's possible, who are going to bring you down and say, well, no, you can't do that. Like, let's say you want to leave your job and, you know... I don't know, start flipping pancakes for a living. And that's what you're just really passionate about flipping pancakes. Guys, I am a firm believer that you can do anything you want and be successful at it. So, you know, if they don't believe in you, they're going to put ideas in your mind like, oh, you can't do that. Or society says you can't do that. Or like, oh, how are you going to do that, et cetera. 
if you're surrounding yourself with people who A, doubt you, that just means that they doubt themselves and they don't feel worthy of it themselves, but B, that's also gonna hinder you. You wanna, and I call this expanders, you wanna surround yourself with people who are expanders. And all my friends, like, I'm survived such amazing soul friendships that I've made in 2020. So like to really help make 2021 your best year, find people who are expanders for you. Find people who are doing like what you want to do, who show you an example of that it is possible for you, who show you that, you know, you can do that or have that health that you want, have that body you want, you know, have the career you want, um, the relationship you want. Find expanders and surround yourself with them because you honestly become the people that you surround yourself with. So if you are surrounded by negative Nellies, I'm sorry if anyone's name is Nellie, um, who people are like, oh, this is shit. The world is shit. You know, this is going downhill. Lack, lack, lack. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. Like, old story. Like, no. Like, maybe keep them on the back burner. Or like, if you don't want to completely end your friendship and find, like, other friends until you can. But, like, if you surround yourself with energy like that all the time and those are your closest friends, that's what's going to happen. You're only going to track more of that in because you're surrounded by that energy and they're going to put doubt in your mind. Um, and I can't tell you, like, Yes, there was this one person a few months ago who told me this, but there's also so many people I run into, you know, or so many, like, I would say there are friends that are, I already ha- currently have in my life who are not the friends I'm talking about who are still stuck in that, like, lack mindset. I don't talk to them often anymore, and we've kind of, like, fallen and drifted away in 2020, so we don't talk as much, and it's because of that fact. It's because of that lack scarcity energy. So really look for people who are going to expand, who are doing what you're doing, who cheer you on instead of like who celebrate your wins so that you don't feel like, let's say you're really succeeding, you don't feel like you go to and your success triggers them. Because I, again, honestly had to deal with someone um, at the end of, towards the end of 2020, who my, all the great things that going on in my life just triggered them like again and again and again. And it was just, it kept triggering them and it kept, like the more I would succeed and the more abundance and amazing things that would come into my life, the more it triggered them and the more that it triggered their self-worth. And it just got to a point where it was just, it was too much, right? Because if your success triggers someone else, if you feel like you can't share because it makes them upset, you need to cut these relationships from your life or you need to set boundaries. But also I really don't think that if they're a close friend or they're a relationship person, if you can't talk to them about the successes in your life, then they shouldn't really be you know, a close part of your life. So you don't wanna be surrounding yourself with people that can't celebrate your wins. You wanna be surrounding yourself with people that A, expand you and B, cheer you on. And like, you're also an expander for them, right? As much as other people can be an expander for you, you can also be an expander for them. So for 2021, I really like, evaluate your relationships and this is like all kinds of relationships right friendships um you know even family evaluate your family if they are telling you you know they don't believe in you that you can do something like nurture the friendships and the people that you do and find those people you can find those people guys i will admit you know i wasn't someone who had a lot of close girl relationships up until maybe like end of 2019 and especially last year, but from I would say end of 2019 and then all of 2020, I found my amazing soul group and soul family. And you can, but you just have to like keep looking for them and want those amazing friendships, nurture those friendships, you know, 
expand your your horizons and you know join things like for example like in well nourished there are people there are women who have connected and you know they want the same for themselves they want you know like that health that body they want to you know expand their minds and they've actually become friends now because they met in the like-minded group that was doing these things you know or if you want to expand and whatever you want to be doing you know go into scenarios that allow you to connect with people in those ways um you know i've even met honestly I would say seven tenths, seven tenths of like my good friends I've met online. Like I've, a lot of the, my closest friends, um, save except I think maybe two, two or three, actually two or three are all people I've met on Instagram or I've met online. Um, some of them I haven't even like one of my good friends I have not even met in person before. So like they are there. They don't necessarily also have to be like physically in the same city as you. So Okay, we were, I went on a tangent about not doubting yourself and this is where we went to, guys. I'm just going on a tangent. I hope like, I'm just speaking off the cuff, honestly, and I think you're just gonna get a lot of like real random, real talk and then nitty gritty and then value. So um, I feel like I had one more thing about not doubting yourself. Oh, okay, yeah, the fear. So you need to realize that the the ego wants to keep you safe, right? So whenever doubt comes in, it's because the ego wants to keep you comfortable. The ego wants to keep you where you, you're at, even though if you don't like where you're at, because that's comfortable. So this actually could even go back to health. So let's let's talk about weight loss, for example. So your ego wants to keep you comfortable. If you've never been happy in your body, if you've always hated your body, you've always maybe wanted to lose weight or get healthier and leaner, it is actually easier for your body to stay where it's at versus to change. Because when you doubt yourself, the ego keeps in and it wants to keep you comfortable. You need to like get used to being uncomfortable when the doubt creeps in and that uncomfortable is different, but that's okay and that's when you're going to have change. So when you doubt that you can do it, when you doubt that you can like, you know, whether it's getting the health you want, the body you want, the job you want, anything that is, the doubt creeps in because it wants to keep you safe. The ego wants to keep you safe. You need to start unpacking your ego, working with that and letting it know that, you know, it's okay to leave. It's okay to change. And again, this is an example of something that we do in Wellnourish to really make, you know, the, the lasting health changes. Also, we do this in one-on-one um, for other stuff. For, for both of them, you need to unpack the ego and you need to kind of reprogram that so that your ego knows that it's safe to change. Your ego knows that it's safe to lose weight. It is safe to have that body. It is safe to be healthier. It is safe to make more money. It is safe to be in a loving, nurturing relationship. It is safe to be happy. Guys, this one was crazy to me and it's something that I actually dealt with in 2020. Your ego can want to keep you unhappy. Your ego can be like scared of the happiness because happy can be new. Happy can be scary. And like this was, I worked through this probably mid 2020 was like, oh my God, like everything I want is coming is coming true like everything i've wanted everything i've worked for like everything is going good and your ego wants to like make you doubt like oh no no like the shoe's gonna chop this can't keep going like no that's not true that's your ego trying to keep you safe so to make 2020 your best year really work with your ego to overcome that doubt again if you need help with this get onto one-on-one or get into well-nourished okay the next thing to make 2021 your best year stop making yourself small and this again probably goes back to doubting yourself boundaries relationships also going into nourishing your body. I don't want you guys, and again, I'm gonna just draw into a personal story. We're getting personal, we're getting nitty gritty. I'm really just going off the cuff in this episode, which I feel like is good. I feel like we're just chatting like a girl chat. 
stop trying to make yourself smaller, whether it is like weight loss, whether it's shining your light, whether it is being too much, we're going to touch on all of them. So A, this is something I've always struggled with, um, honestly, up until 2020, was that this fear of becoming bigger, this fear of being too much, this fear of shining my light. And that's because there were people in my life who couldn't handle how much I was, but that had nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. So I want to remind you guys, do not make yourself smaller because other people think you are too much because other people cannot handle you. You will never be too much for the right people. You will never shine too much for the right people. Allowing yourself to shine bright, to be bright, to be all that you are, not only gives permission to other people to shine, but allows and shines light to other people and illuminates them. So this goes to shining your light, whether it's your, your energy, if you're scared that your energy is too much or your personality is too much or your emotions are too much, too sensitive. I cannot like tell you guys enough how much, like even growing up when I was little, how much I was told that I was too sensitive. Oh, Olivia's crying and oh, Liv cries, ha ha. So sensitive, like, et cetera. Like, no, being sensitive is one of the most beautiful things about me. So whatever you feel, like you're too much, you're too sensitive to this, you are not to anything. It is one of the most beautiful things about you. And then I'm gonna relate this back now to, to weight loss and everything like that. I want you guys to want to like lean out and lose weight because obviously like, you know, we all wanna be healthy, happy humans, but not to do it to make yourself smaller. I want you to allow it to do it from a place of love and a place of, being comfortable with your energy taking up more space and not using of it as a fear of your body taking up too much space. So sometimes when we feel like we're too much, we also associate feeling too much with making our bodies smaller because we want our bodies to take up less space. So like by making our bodies take up less space, we actually make ourselves smaller energetically too because we're not being as much. So whether it's weight loss, whether it's your energy, your emotions, don't be afraid to like allow yourself to shine and take up space, but also don't make your weight loss or you're getting healthier about a size, about taking up space. Make it about feeling more connected to yourself, feeling how your ideal self is. Like who is that ideal self that you imagine? And rather than trying to make her smaller, make her feel more embodied, make her feel healthier, allow her to shine and shine their light and make her energy and her charisma bigger. And that in turn may like result in weight loss, et cetera, but allow her to shine and take up more energy and more space within that. Hopefully that makes sense. I feel like I went on a, a whole tangent with that about making yourself smaller. I hope that all made sense. But the, the moral of that was like, stop making yourself smaller. Stop being afraid to shine your light because the world needs your light. The world needs all of that. It needs you to be fully, authentically, and embodied in you. And if you're not that right now, if you feel like you're not, then work with me one-on-one so that we can get you there because we not only do we do the nutrition, but we do everything else, um, like energetically and everything else to make you feel worthy, whole, and complete of not only losing weight, having the health in the body, but also the the way you show up and your worthiness in the world. So that's what I have to say about making yourself small. Okay, the next thing about trying to make 2021 your best year. If you are not practicing gratitude and meditation, if you wanna make 2021 your best year, you need to start with that now. Like 
It is free to do. It will change your life. And I can honestly say, if there was one thing, if I had to talk it up to one thing to change my life in 2020, it would be practicing gratitude and meditation. Every single day. Non-negotiable. Like to me, you wouldn't think twice about brushing your teeth every day. That's how you need to be about gratitude and meditation. And before you tell me I don't have time, I'm, you know, taking care of a puppy. I'm still doing my business, running this. I have a team. I have this. I got a lot going on. I still make time to meditate every single day. It doesn't have to be an hour every single day, but you can make time every single day to do that. You can make time to practice gratitude every single day. You know, I like to practice gratitude even before my feet hit the ground in the morning. Three things when I open my eyes that I am grateful for. Doing that. Meditating. Um, if you have trouble meditating, get into the meditation challenge. I have a, it's like, it's not live or anything. It's like an ongoing challenge. You can join any time and it takes you through 21 days of meditation about how to make it a habit. I send you a different meditation each week with tips, you know, how to overcome obstacles if you're like having certain problems with meditating. So get into the meditation challenge, but it's free to do. And meditation not only A, makes you a happier person, B, fixes your gut health, helps you with hormones, help you with mood support, helps you with mood swings, helps you like with mental health. You need to be doing that. But practicing gratitude is huge. If you do not have gratitude for where you are now, if you are, everything sucks, lack this, the world is this, I, you know, can't do this because of the pandemic, blah, 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 blah. You are going to bring more of that into your life. The more gratitude you have, the more positive experience and abundance that will come your way. The more you can be grateful for what you already have, the more that it will come. I'm repeating myself a couple times because I really want to drive this home. You need to meditate every day and you need to be doing gratitude every single day. I mean, get a gratitude journal if you want, but you also can just like have a scrap piece of paper and write what you are grateful for. And honestly, I would really like you to be specific. Instead of just being like family, friends, okay, like let's be like my brother because of this or my my friend Rachel because she has been an expander for me and showed me that like, you know, it's possible. Like, be specific. Rachel, if you're listening. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. Um, but be specific with your list. And I also encourage you to be grateful for things as if they already happened. This was something that really, honestly, changed my life in 2020. Um, being grateful for things as if they've already happened helps them come into your experience right now. So, for example... I was grateful for Akasha before I got her. I was grateful, like, I think I, I feel like I started manifesting it because I knew I was ready because I had to move. I had to get a bigger place. Maybe it was September-ish. And I was like, I am grateful for my pop because I already had her name picked up. I'm grateful for Akasha. Like, she's sleeping at my feet right now and she is the most beautiful puppy, blah, 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 like, et cetera. I was grateful for her before she even came which helped her come to me faster. You know, I was grateful for my new place before I found it and it helped it come to me faster. So A, practice gratitude for what you have, but also for what you want to come in. Start meditating, get into the meditation challenge um, if you haven't. A couple of things about meditating, if you really want in terms of like the, how to meditate well, like really focus on your crown while you're meditating. I do like 
recommend trying to do silent meditation, but if you need help in the beginning, that's where guided can be useful. So listen to my guided meditations and get into those. Um, and then like as it becomes a habit, you can go to more silent meditations, but it does get easier. It is a skill you have to practice, so don't worry if you can't do silent off the bat. If thoughts come, allow the thoughts to come, then allow them to blow away like the wind, like that's how I picture it blowing them away like the wind and just keep practicing meditation. Start with five minutes, then go to 10, then go to 15. You know, even if you have to split it up into maybe like 10, 15 in the morning and 10, 15 at night, like that's okay too. You don't have to do it all in one chunk, but start, start meditating guys. Um, yeah, honestly, meditation will change your life. It's free to do. And I, I really, maybe I should just, I'll do a whole episode of meditation. Why don't I do that? <laughs> Okay, the next tip about how to make 2021 your best year is protecting your energy. Guys, there are many energy vampires out there. There are many people who are going to try to suck your energy, especially if you're an empath. I feel like a lot of my clients are an empath, I'm an empath, and we're highly sensitive. And people, whether they do it honestly, kind of unintentionally, they wanna suck your energy, right? because they feel all the goodness in you. Protect your energy. So I like to wrap a bubble around myself. So this is simple as like imagining a bubble wrapping from your feet all the way to the top of your head and like anything that's not of the highest vibrational energy and frequency just bounces off of you and doesn't penetrate yours. Um, another thing that I do every single day, um, and I really don't take it off because I shower with it, is I wear a black tourmaline bracelet. So this is a crystal. Black tourmaline is amazing for protecting your energy. I know it's a massive difference. I've been wearing one for years now, um, which is actually why I created one. Um, so I, like, I now designed one, um, and I collaborated with I Am Energy Collective. So I will link um, the bracelet it won't be out by the, the time this episode goes live. We had to restock because they sold out so quickly. Um, but we are restocking in the next week or so so that by mid-January they will be um, live again. And they also have like rose quartz and 14 karat gold beads, which really amplifies the protection energy of black tourmaline. But I know it's a big thing that I just keep this on me at all times to help protect my energy. Honestly, people, I've had so many skeptical people be like, oh my God, I know it's a massive difference when I wear your bracelet. Like I didn't think I would, but there's such a massive difference, et cetera. Get yourself a black tourmaline bracelet. You know, whether it's mine or someone else's, um, I do infuse all of the ones that you get through me with my own personal energy. So each of them are actually touch my hands, get personally blessed and infused with my protection and energy. So um, that's kind of like a note that I do. And they're, they're all ethically sourced and handmade in Canada. So it's a great small business. So I would suggest always going for one that's ethically sourced in a small business versus one off Alibaba, um, just because the quality of what you're getting is going to be so much more. So using the bubble, using black tourmaline. Um, you can also protect your energy by cutting cords. So saying something as, you know, I dissolve the cord between me and them with love because their energy is their energy and my energy is my energy. Protecting your energy like that is going to be huge. Um, you know, I also like to do things like cleanse with sage or cedarwood or Palo Santo, but I would say the top two things, like protecting your energy, wear black tourmaline, like wear it like a bracelet. Um, you can also like use a cleansing spray. Um, I have a cleansing spray by the same company that I sell the, the bracelets to. Um, she has a great cleansing spray that I use, but also wrapping yourself in a bubble just because when we're walking around, like everyone's energy right now is kind of all over the place. You can get so drained and, you know, have so much that 
sucks your energy just by going to the supermarket, depending on what other people were feeling. Okay. I think I only have one more thing, but you know, live might go on a tangent again. But my last thing about how to make 2021 your best year, and this is something I realized this morning, is sleep. Me being sleep deprived really made me realize that like how important, like, yes, I knew how important sleep was, but if you want 2021 to be a good year, please guys, make sure you're getting enough sleep. It is not worth it to binge watch Netflix. Not that that's what I'm doing, but like, Make sure you're getting enough sleep because sleep has an issue. Like sleep is tied to gut health. It's tied to mood. It's tied to hormones. It's tied to weight loss. It's tied to your hunger, your cravings and everything like that. Get seven to eight hours of uninterrupted sleep per night if you want 2021 to be your best year because that's where the rest and digest happens. That's when your brain, literally your brain gets washed, like not in the brainwash way, but like it, it gets supported and cleansed while you are sleeping so it's important for it's important to get good sleep because that's when your brain kind of rests that's when your gut kind of rests that's when so many things happen in your body so make sure that you are getting really good sleep so we're gonna go over kind of the summary of my tips for making 2020 your best year self-love nourishing your body so get into well-nourished or get into one-on-one if you need help with this you know ditch the calorie counting and restriction start thinking about like nourishing your body as a whole, do the mindset work, do the shadow work, do the deep work to really like bring nourishment to all areas of your life. Fix your PMS. Don't spend one to two weeks of every month, you know, hating your life. Get those 12 to 24 weeks of your year back. Fix your hormones, you know, and like I said, get into one-on-one or well-nourished if you need to. Set boundaries. Guys, set boundaries with yourself. Take time for yourself. Say no when you want to say no. Set boundaries with those people. Also, get rid of toxic relationships. Stop doubting yourself. Stop making yourself small. Start practicing gratitude meditation. Protect your energy. Sleep. Um, I feel like that was like the synopsis of everything I talked about. Um, and honestly, like don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on everything you want to accomplish in 2021. If you dream of, you know, having that health or dream that body, it's on your heart for a reason, and that means that you are destined to do it. So like, if it's on your heart, you are meant to do it in this world. It was divinely placed there because the world needs it. So do not squander all that's within you. Allow this to happen because it has to work. If it's on your mind, it's because it's going to work, because it's meant to work, whether that is healing your body, whether that's a job, whether that's a relationship. Do not settle, do not quit. Show up each day, show up for yourself. And like, whether that's, you know, taking charge of your health, joining well nourished, whether that's following a new career path, show up, give your heart, do not quit, do not stand in the vibration of doubt and allow yourself to have all that you are meant to have because you are meant to have it all. Actually, I want you guys to all pause for me right now and you're going to repeat with me. I choose to have it all. I choose to receive it all. I choose to have the best. And I choose to receive the best. If anybody is worthy of it, it's me. It is fully and completely and inevitably mine. It is who I am and it is who I choose to be. And it is who I will always be. So I hope you guys repeated that after me. 
I know this was like all over the place. I appreciate your patience, guys. Um, I really wanted to squeeze an episode in and kind of give you all my tips and synopsis. I will leave Well Nourished in the description box. If you want to get into one-on-one, DM me. Honestly, I have so many great things planned for 2021. I have some new kind of things dropping down the pipeline. We're going to continue doing cacao ceremonies that I know you guys love. Um, the next one is January 12th. If you haven't joined yet and you want to join, definitely um, join that next one because they're honestly so fun to host. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I have some guests down the pipeline too for you guys. Honestly, there's so much goodness. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the support over 2020. Honestly, I feel so grateful for your support on this podcast, but also my content. Also, I know some of you listening are one-on-one clients or you've gotten Akasha greetings from me. Um, and I love helping you guys and I love being there. So thank you so, so much. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps get the podcast out there, be more discoverable and continue allowing me to like bring you more value, continue me continue allowing me to do these episodes. Guys, we're sleep deprived. I know we're all over the place. I appreciate you. I would love if you would review it. Um, And if you have any requests for future episodes, definitely let me know and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.